Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Michelle Bader Eversole. I am here with my friend and co-host, Mark Massaro. How's it going, Mark? Things are going well. How are things with you? They are okay. Yeah? They're okay. There's some good stuff, some hard stuff, everywhere in between. And you know what I teach in grief recovery is to be emotionally honest and so don't just say fine if you're not really feeling fine. Because you know what fine means? Feelings inside not expressed. So, you know, yeah, I can relate to that because mm -hmm. sometimes I, I don't want to say like, I'm not doing well. And mm -hmm. so I'm just like, yeah, I'm fine or I'm okay. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, so kind of common and to, it's just like a greeting. How's it going? Fine. But it's funny because everybody knows, like, right. you know what I mean? If, if you ask somebody how they're doing and they're like, I'm fine. You're mm -hmm. like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no, some really good things. I want to talk about those and then some kind of hard things, which is actually some of the stuff we're going to talk about. So why don't we start with you? What's been going okay. on with you? Okay, well, uh, I'll do the boring stuff first. I have been working. <laughs> um, oh, how is your new job? It's it's going well. Um, I am adapting and remembering. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. Which is good. It's interesting because I haven't worked on cars in a very long time, but I am, I've done a lot of things since then. And so yeah. I am much more skilled with my hands mm -hmm. and I'm, I mean, the, at the risk of sounding like arrogant, it's just, everybody knows how it is when you get older, but like, I'm much more intelligent now nice. than I was when I was 20, you know, yeah. when I was working on yeah. cars last. And so <laughs> I also have a much stronger work ethic. So That's I'm really not. picking it up quick and it makes mm -hmm. a lot more sense to me now than it did then. There's just, um, it's a lot to know because I'm a general um, mechanic. So it's not like I work specifically on Hondas or Toyotas or Chevys. Um, okay. I work on everything. And so it's so much to know. Um, yeah, but nice. luckily I'm working next to like a master tech. Um, and so I'm like, uh, what do I do here? <laughs> you know, so I have somebody to lean on, which is nice. But um, so I've been working a lot. That's been cool. Um, as I mentioned before, Tina came for a long visit. Yes. And it was really nice. We, um, you know, we did quite a few things. We went to, uh, shoot, what is it called? Dolly Parton mm -hmm. Stampede in what Pigeon Ford. It's like, uh, okay, so you're on the West Coast. Have you heard of mm -hmm. Medieval Times? Yes. Okay, it's it's like medieval times. That's oh, it's fun. like dinner dinner and dinner and a show, a show kind of thing. That's fun. But it's it was like like based around like a stampede, but it's like in the act, you know, but it's the Christmas version. It's Dolly Parton's oh, Christmas version. So it was awesome. Um a lot of music, a lot of that just neat so stuff, cool good food and so we had a lot of fun doing that. The kids had a great time. Um, then another night we went into, uh, downtown Knoxville. Hold on. Let me say it like a, a local Knoxville. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, we walked around for a bit and then we went to this really nice restaurant, um, because Tina wanted to treat me as a congratulations kind of a thing mm -hmm. or celebration rather of me getting the job. Right. That's awesome. So after this nice dinner, Tina hands the waitress, her credit card and this, Aww. Beep. Uh, I can't say what I want to say about her, but she goes, well, who's wearing the pants in this family? Oh, no. And at first I'm all, ha, ha, ha. And then I was like, wait a minute. 
Like, That's what? So Did rude. you just say that? Like, right? yeah. And she kind of like made it like it was a joke and it was funny or whatever. But and then I was really thankful because Tina said, well, I'm treating him because he got a new job and we're celebrating. And she's like, oh, congratulations. <laughs> like, I think she really. So as a former waiter, like yeah, that hit yeah, me dude. really hard. I was like, what? Like, That's yes. So OK, granted, if a, if a man and a woman are out to dinner, I'd say statistically, in my experience, 80 to 90% of the time, the man is paying. Right. In my opinion, that's how it should be. But mm -hmm. between a husband and wife, let's say, for right. example, it's the same accounts. So exactly. how do you know that the husband didn't leave his wallet in the car or right. whatever, Don't just for that sake? Yeah. Or how do you not know that like, she just wants to pay like whatever. I don't know. It was just such a weird comment. That is weird. And it, <laughs> and it like, it hit me and I was like, oh gosh, I want to like, I want to like talk to a manager or something that's yeah. like really really annoying to me so um plus it makes me feel kind of like emasculated a little bit yeah. you know what i mean like um because i do try to i mean we we are very fair um yeah you know because she doesn't because tina doesn't want me to pay for everything right so i you know i i accept it sometimes as a gift but i do feel like i want to pay every time we go out yeah. or whatever so anyways so Besides that little tiny thing, it was an absolutely amazing night. Uh, we went and got some like little desserts after that and just kind of walked Aww. around, uh, walked back to the car. It was cold. Um, so anyways, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up because there's, you know, just little stuff here and there, but um, it was awesome. So fun. are you guys going to be together for Thanksgiving? No, because no. we were going to, um, but then I got this job and mm. so... I, I'm I'm like struggling with like the childcare stuff. I mean, I've figured it out oh, so far, yeah. but there's, there's a lot of tricky stuff that I'm having to fix. Right. Cause I'm working uh 10 and a half hours a day. What? And yeah. And That's so it's, it's been a little challenging. I mean that I'm, I'm fine with it. Just, it, it's, it's just challenging to figure out, yeah. you know, and I, I'm mm -hmm. somewhere where I don't have really right. a, a network of people to lean on, you know? Yeah. A bunch of friends that could chip in a little bit to help me out. So, anyways, mm -hmm. so that that's what's been up with me, and I'm I'm I am really sorry that I have had not that I've had good stuff going on, but that things haven't been going so well for you. So why don't we get into what's been going on with you? Well, let's start with the good. I gotta talk okay. about our trip to New York, like the good parts of it. Forget um, about it. <laughs> yes, it was. I mean, to fly in a private jet, that was my first time. Um, it That's was pretty cool. amazing. So we're like packing the night before and Joel's like, do you think you guys could dress up? And I was like, what? Like, I was going to wear like sweatpants. Like, I was, <laughs> was going to wear, not sweatpants, but like comfortable clothes. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, well, you know, this are like really rich people and we want them to ask us again. We should look nice. I was like, okay. And you know, back in the day, people used to dress up all the time to fly. And so it was supposed to be like that. So we did dress up. Um, but it was so fun, just like not even going to security, just going to this little airport. And like, of course, we had to take all the pictures, do all the stuff before we go. And then um, we let there was like three passengers. They chose their spots. There were eight seats. They sat in one section. Then me and Haley sat in the other section. And they were literally were kind of like lazy boys. You lean back and they move around and you can get up and use the bathroom. And like it was just amazing but Haley's still not sure she's like well i like commercial because they give you free snacks i'm like okay well we had <laughs> leg room because we went back on commercial so she had the two to compare it to but it was just amazing and it's faster it only took us like four hours and 45 minutes yeah 
Yeah. Um, and it was just like, this is weird. Like we are literally like just on a private jet. So that was pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, that. that's sweet. That's and like then, not a very, um, that's not an experience most people will get to know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, pretty crazy. And then um, just the experience of New York City, we had a hotel in Times Square. And that what? was pretty, yeah. Like So wait, they were putting up the tree, weren't they? Not yet. We saw Rockefeller Center with the platform. And then I saw on the news that the next day they were going to put it there, but we didn't see it. But we Oh, saw... yeah. I saw a video of the truck coming in. Yes. It was right. We saw it like the day before that. Um, oh, okay. But we did like literally like all the New York stuff. Like, so we had two. Did you get a New York slice? I did. Yes. Nice. Haley did not. <laughs> Haley was doing. Well, I'll tell you about that in a minute. Yeah. I no did problem. get one. So, okay. So it's hard to remember everything, but so we had two days with Joel and then two days without him because um, he wanted to see his family and Haley wanted some girl time. So it was awesome. So with Joel, we did, um, we did the nine 11 museum which was mm. really interesting and just to learn more and to, you know, have Haley not just see it in a history book, but to make it more real. Um, yeah. that was really amazing to see. Um, we learned how to ride the subway, which I was scared of at first, but by the end, Haley and I were doing it by ourselves. We we're like, we got this. She's like, this isn't that hard. And, um, <laughs> you know, we went to American girl doll store, which <laughs> that's a big deal. <laughs> Okay, so when I was a little girl, I always wanted one. They're too expensive. I never got one. And then I wanted to make, I made sure Haley got one when she was little. And then we used to watch like these YouTube channels about American Girl Doll. And she'd seen the store in New York. So we wanted to go there. Joel was a little bored, but you know, he's a good sport. Yeah. <laughs> and we walked around that. We just walked all up and down Times Square. Um, you know, we did, I can't even remember everything we did the first couple of days. It was like a lot. Um, and then we saw um, Aladdin on Broadway, and that was oh, amazing. Nice. Yes. So Joel didn't go to that. He said he didn't really care, and you know it's kind of expensive. So we just Haley and I went, um, and then he met us afterwards, and we went out and had dessert at Harvard Cafe. And um, Haley was just like, she never wanted to go to bed. She's like, I want to go. It's like there's so many things going on. We can't go to bed. Like we gotta go do something else. We had dessert every night because she wanted to like go out and do stuff. Nice. Um, so many fun things. And then when he left, we ended up doing um, Statue of Liberty. Um, so that was really cool nice. going out there, going to Ellis Island. Ellis Island, yeah. Yeah, just like there you was You could see some so of my much... family's names at Ellis Island. Really? Yeah, my great, great grandfather came through Ellis Island in 1906. Oh, very cool. So nice. I guess their name's in the book or whatever. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Um, and we ended up, I'm like, do you want to see another Broadway show? Because sometimes they have last minute deals. It was an hour and a half before Lion King. And I walked in and they had, I'm like, do you have two tickets? They're like, not together, but they're three rows apart. I'm like, perfect. And it was discounted. So then we got tickets to Lion King. She nice. loved it. And then it's a very long story, but we had an extra ticket to Aladdin because of a mistake I made for the wrong day. Anyways, we had an extra ticket. So she got to see Aladdin again on Sunday. That's when was I went was it shining, shimmering, or splendid? Shining, shimmering. Very funny. <laughs> nice. It was hilarious, too. And she agreed Aladdin was the best. Like, So she saw it again, but she said the first time was better. They had different actors. It was oh, amazing. She's like, I love Broadway. You know, she's into yeah. music and theater and all of that. So she just absolutely loved it. And That's it just, super cool. It was just really cool. She'd never been further than California ever in her life. So this was a big deal to go all the way to the East yeah. Coast. And like, she'd never. We were in the same time, time zone. I know. It's weird. I like, didn't even think about that. Oh, this is Mark time mm -hmm. <laughs> instead of Eastern time. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. No, but look on a map, like comparatively, like, you know, you're like closer on this zone. Anyways, yes, we are in the eastern yeah, time I'm zone. Yeah, I'm barely I'm barely into the eastern time zone. Oh, yeah, kind of like Ohio, because when we were in Ohio, yes. we were barely into it. Yes, yeah. so it's interesting. So I'm an hour away. So if I leave my house at noon and I drive west for one hour, I will get there at noon. Weird. That's like hard for my friends <laughs> to get to. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah so anyways, um, there were just so many things that we did, and we just had so much fun. Oh, that's when I got my slice of pizza. That was it. When nice. um, she was at because she doesn't like pizza so i was like i'm gonna go get some pizza and then i just started walking i'm like oh i'm at the empire state building and wow, that was so cool and then cool. i had i picked her up from the show and then we went back because i'm like you gotta see this is like an elf you know like everything's about movies and then what's so fun is last night all of us watched um home alone in two nice. lost in new york yeah. and we we're like we've been there we've been there like it was cool to see all these places. I've been to New York once, but I didn't like go see everything. And so it was cool with her. Oh, we even had taken pictures in front of the Plaza hotel from home alone too. Oh yeah. yeah. Like all the places we went and saw, like it was just, yeah, it was a very fun time. And then just having time with her and I was really special and really good. So that was all amazing. Um, but then the, the negative, and we're going to actually, this kind of leads into the topic. We're talking about a couple things today. So the first thing is anxiety. So I kind of, um, it, it was actually Halloween night the first time I remember getting this head pain. I had like this pain in the side of my head and I felt really dizzy and then I had a headache and then I just kept having headaches. And then when I was in Ohio, it happened again. So I was like, I'm making, after that happened twice, I'm like, I'm making a doctor appointment. Like I do not hesitate as probably many of our listeners do not hesitate to make doctor's appointments when anything is off. Um, and I just, when we were in New York, the bad part about New York is I would, had the worst like side, side headaches just on one side, like so bad, even with Tylenol didn't help. And then I just, I kept telling Joel and I was trying to like not talk in front of Haley because I didn't want to take away from her stuff and make her worry about me. And I was like, I just feel off. Like something's wrong. Like I just feel off. Like it felt like I was in a dream, like not a good dream. Just kind of like, you're just not really there. And I later found out the doctors think it's like, um, I had migraines and then there's this thing called basically a migraine hangover where you just feel like totally out of it. And so they think that's what was happening. Cause they, I would have this really bad headache and then the headache be gone, but I'd feel off. And they're like, yeah, that's, it's called a, basically a, a headache, a, a hangover from a migraine. So that's kind of what was happening that whole time. And I was like, this is weird. So then, uh, oh, I had seen a doctor before New York. Cause I saw, I saw three doctors. And then the second doctor, she was really good. And she's like, I, this is classic. This is migraine. Like you're having migraines. Um, and, um, I can't, oh, what she did. So we ordered all the blood tests, like everything. So everything had come back all good, except for, this is the crazy part. B12 was through the roof. So of course, what do I do? Look up what like beach high B12 means cancer, cancer. I'm seeing all this stuff. I literally almost faint. Like I felt all the blood drain from my head and I was alone. And then I started having like flashbacks of Luke dying. Like, I feel like I've been going through a little bit of like PTSD. Like, I think that's what this is, what's happening to me. And I'm on the floor crying and just remembering his death. 
anyways, back to the B12. So then I also see if you have been using supplements, it could throw off the test. And I'm like, I don't take B12 supplements, but I do drink Zip Fizz. This is Which a warning a to everyone. Of B12. Yes. I'm like, I think that has B12. So I pull it out. It has 104,000% of what, like more than you should have of your whole day. And I would have two to three of those a day. And I was like, oh my gosh, like for a decade. Like I stopped drinking, like I used to drink Mountain Dew every morning. And so then I switched over. I'm like, this is healthier, which it is. Um, but it's through the roof B12. Their website says that it doesn't do any harm. You pee it all out. Well, I have like blood work to show that's not true. So we're retesting. Mm. I mean, hopefully that's what it is. So I stopped taking it. We're retesting. And one doctor said three weeks, one said six. Somewhere in there we're going to retest. But the headache started going away. So I've gone now. So this is my fourth day without the zip fizz. And it's my two days in a row without the headaches. And so mm. I think there is some correlation why it took like 10 years to hit me. I don't know. Like, I have no idea. It might not be that, but they definitely said um, all the doctors, I showed them the nutrition label from ZipFizz. They were like, um, you should not be drinking that much um, B12. So uh, just a warning, if you drink B, if you drink ZipFizz, don't do it every day and don't have more than one a day because it is so much. And it, and the third doctor I saw was like, I have heard of this, like from an ophthalmologist and from someone else, like it, this is like kind of like B12 toxicity, like too much B12. Oh, wow. So we're hoping that's it. And so, but what I really want to talk about in the podcast is like the side of it that is like really difficult and that's the anxiety part. So I've talked about this before um, that I read a book that talks about if you have witnessed someone die, your levels of anxiety can go like through the roof. Like they're way high. And this started, this has been a problem for me for three and a half years after I never had anxiety in my life, like totally carefree, all these things. But after I saw Luke die, you know, he died of a blood clot, not actually cancer. And I literally three days later, just to review, I know I've shared this before, but I was laying in bed and Haley was sleeping with me at the time and my calf felt like it was like burning. Like I was feeling all these things. I literally, my brain was so powerful that I thought I had a blood clot and I tried to get up and I like fell down because I was about to faint. And of course that was super scary for Haley three days after Luke died. Um, and then I would have, so, you know, I was okay. You know, she talked to me, she prayed for me. I was okay. And then I had lots of incidents where things would happen. Okay. This one sounds really dumb. But I remember like smelling a Lysol wipe by accident. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. I just sm smelled a light. And I thought I was going to faint. Like my brain was so powerful in like thinking I'm going to die that it would do that. And then I have struggled with like literally, and you can ask Joel, like every little thing I think it's like deadly and I'm going to mm. die. And it's not like what I'm scared of is it's not dying and go to heaven i'm scared of leaving my kids of like course. that's my biggest fear um and i think that's why i've been having so much like massive and i'm gonna be like really like real and raw with this because i want to be the uh, that's what our our listeners love the authenticity but like this i have been struggling like on the floor crying like thinking i'm dying and like just being brought back to his death just like that and like seeing it again and feeling it again. And like, um, I talked to my counselor a little bit about it, but we didn't have much time to get into that. It was, I was actually not feeling good that day. Like I could talk to her now when I'm feeling better, but just like, um, 
thinking I'm going to die and then just being brought back to that moment and what it felt like. And more like the moments before that the kids didn't see when he was suffering and only I saw it and I've been being brought back to that. And it's been really difficult um, just to move past these like fears and like thinking I have the worst case medical thing when now I've had three talk, three doctors tell me it's migraines and I am feeling much better. No migraines for two days, which feels amazing. Um, just a few other little symptoms I'm going to talk to another doctor about tomorrow. But like how I've gotten through it is I've been uh, reading a lot of devotionals about anxiety and a lot of verses. And um, just like whenever I start feeling that way, I start reading it and, you know, the verse about do not be anxious. Just the, uh, And our, our um, sermon yesterday was about like do not fear is in the Bible 300 and some times and like really trying to focus on that and then having like something positive that I say out loud. When I went to this thing, you know, I've talked about before called heart change. They actually te teach you when you start having negative thoughts to literally say out loud, stop, not go in there. So I'm literally like, <laughs> stop, not go in there. And then I, I say some things that help me that Joel helped me come up with, um, you know, that I'm not alone. I'm not afraid. This too shall pass. And just really focusing on those because I believe like part of the physical, like there is the real pain and the real things. But then I believe, cause yesterday I thought I was like going to die in church is because on the way to church, I decided to Google every symptom I was having. And I was thinking worse. I know not to do this. We like, all have done it. Right. And so my brain is like, oh my gosh, like I'm about to die. Like I'm probably going to die in church. Like I was literally thinking all these thoughts, like, I don't want to die in church. Like, like it just was like thinking all this stuff. And I, I felt like literally, I was like, I feel like I'm going to faint. Jules like, do you want to go leave? And I'm like, no, I'm okay. And then I felt better, but it was like crazy anxiety. And so I guess I just wanted to like talk about the realness of this and like how to get through it and maybe talk about if you've had any experiences or what's helped you. Um, I was, so for me, it's definitely been focusing, um, turning on worship music, focusing on God. Focusing, I read this today, focus on you what you know to be true, not on what you don't know to be true. Because what goes on in yeah. my head is like <clears throat> the worst case scenario. And then I was reading the verse. It said like, who of you by worrying could add a day to your life? Like, so my, my biggest fear is dying and leaving my kids. But it doesn't matter if I worry about it. God already knows. And like, mm. I can't live in fear every single day. And every time, and I was like, Joel, I got to get this under control because we're just going to get older and I'm going to feel more things and think more things are wrong with me. And I can't do this for the rest of my life. Like, I felt like I was crying so much and I felt like in this trap, like this anxiety trap. And it was so scary. And like the only way I've gotten out and I'm still fighting it is like God and praying. And so anyways, any, like, have you had any mm. similar experiences or any thoughts on how you've dealt with anxiety? Yeah. Um, well, I've had, you know, of course, the when I saw how quickly and easily and out of nowhere Lacey got cancer, then right. of course, I think every little thing is like, oh, surely it's my turn. Surely I have cancer. Yep. Um, thank the Lord. I, I have not, that has not been true yet. Well, we never know. You know, that's something right. we learn is we never know what's right around the corner and we never know right. to, you know, when and it's random, but like when I see couples, like I can't help it when they say like, happy 10 year anniversary, honey, here's to another 10. I'm like, you don't know that. Right. You know, of course I don't say that, but it's just my instinct. I'm like, oh gosh, you poor people. You have no idea how like fragile life is. And I hope obviously that they get right. another 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, whatever it might be. Um, 
but so that's one of my things. Another one is um, I have, uh, I see a chiropractor regularly. Uh, according to my daughter, I'm just an old man who sees a chiropractor <laughs> on Fridays. She told me that a long time ago. It was so random. I was oh making a, a, I used to go on Fridays. Now I tend to go on Wednesdays. This is when we were in California. And oh, this is just funny. a random story, but I was like being silly or something, trying to make them laugh. And she's like, she said something like, why are you doing that? Like laughing. And I was like, cause I'm a clown. And she's all, no, you're not. You're just an old man who goes to the chiropractors on Fridays. Super random. Oh so anyways, gosh. I go to the chiropractor because I have, um, my ribs are like out of place. Mm. And so, um, what comes with that is a lot of chest pain. Oh yes. And it also is triggered by stressful situations mm -hmm. because I tense up, you know, you get your shoulders pushing forward, all this stuff. Yes. And so it makes my ribs out of place more. And what it does, it gives me these really, really bad chest pains. So yep. of course I do what you do. I Google like a moron. I right, Google know chest this. pains. Like I don't know what it's going to say. Um, right, I know. But so, uh, and then I go to the chiropractor, I get adjusted and he does this adjustment where it just feels like I can breathe again. Breathe again, breathe, breathe again. again. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. I feel like I'm, I, I get like really congested from all the dust and stuff I'm inhaling at work. You're still going. Go. Do you want me to? Oh, I was just trying pause, to think. To Tony Braxton, breathe again. I don't know. Breathe again. Breathe again. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, back. Tony. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of how the rest of the song goes. Anyways, so it, it made, makes me kind of nasally. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, breathe again. <laughs> <laughs> like I nice. couldn't do it. That was like my worst singing that ever. That was really good. Um, yeah. So anyways, um, so he adjusts me and it feels like I can breathe again. Mm -hmm. And then the, magically the chest pain goes away. And after about a week, because I go every two weeks, after about a week, and I have a lot of stress and a lot of things going on yeah. in my life that are stressful, um, it builds back up. And then once again, a week and a half later, I'm on Google, like, chest pains chest pains right i keep so doing it too. it's it's so dumb oh. because it's like i want to make sure that yes. it's okay i get scared that i'm gonna have a heart attack in the middle of the yep. night and like you said like it's not because i'm afraid to die right um i'm afraid of the death part of it i'm not afraid yeah. of dying and going to heaven like you said but most of all the main thing is leaving my kids without another yep. parent or um, what I think about is Tina having to lose another man that she loves. Yeah. I don't want that either, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, that's like, you know, something that's heavy on my heart all the time is I don't want, I don't want, it's funny. Cause like, you're talking about like, you know, me possibly dying, but I'm over here thinking like, I don't want to do that to her. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's just, but, um, so those are some of my things. I have a lot of others. Uh, I have a lot of anxieties. Not, it's not as bad anymore. You know what? It's, it's interesting. If I take a nap in the middle of the day and I wake up, I have like crazy anxiety, but I don't have Here. it generally. If I wake up in the morning, it always seems to be naps. And I, I think personally, even though there's other people I know that have the same thing, um, I think it's a PTSD thing because, mm. In, in that time, that season with Lacey, when I was barely getting any sleep and I had alarms yeah. going off every 15, 20 minutes, every single time when I woke up, it was, <gasps> what's wrong? Mm -hmm. What's wrong? What's wrong? Mm -hmm. What's going on? What did I miss? You know what I mean? I felt like paranoid yeah. that I fell asleep. And so I feel like it's residual of that. Um, and 
so yes, of course, the main thing that we can do is, like you said, hold on to what we know to be true. Yeah. I know that I have a rib out of place and I know that that's most likely what's causing my chest pain. I also know that I don't have any other symptoms. I also know that I am reasonably healthy. I just had a blood panel done because my chiropractor suggested after me telling him about my fears, he said, you should probably go to the doctor, get checked out. And mm -hmm. he's all, and not that I'm saying, I think you have something because I don't, right, right? I couldn't know, but just saying, I think it is your rib, but just for peace of mind, because right. when you're worried about that, it's going to cause more anxiety. You're going to get more tensed up, blah, blah, blah. Like we were just talking about. So I did go in and got a full blood panel. The only thing they said is that my cholesterol is a little high. Um, and, uh, oh, and my glucose was high, mm. my sugar, but that didn't surprise me at all. Um, because, you know, I had a cup of coffee with creamer in the morning and, yeah. um, had a Coke the night before, before dinner, you know what I mean? So yeah. it was like, I, that didn't surprise me that my glucose spiked, but, um, so anyways, yeah, it's, it's important to, for me, like I talked about in that episode by my, myself to like lean on my faith, mm, um, mm -hmm. that like to be more heavenly minded that like, well, right. like if this is, if this is how I'm going to go, then this is what's been the plan from the beginning since right. December 10th, 1979. God mm -hmm. knows when I'm going home. I don't know when that day is, but um, I don't want to worry about it. And, exactly. you know, people have asked that question. Would you want to know? I'm like, heck no, I wouldn't want to know. No. Like, I definitely wouldn't want to know. Um, but I'll, I'll say one more thing that I had like a lot of... Uh, anxiety. I haven't had this in a long time. And this is something that I wanted to share and I wanted to post it on Facebook, but it might be a little too dark to share on Facebook, but I had a dream, um, the other night <clears throat> and it was crazy. Like Lacey was still alive, mm -hmm. but she was in a cancer center or some kind of place mm -hmm. for cancer in California. And so the kids and I went out to visit her and I was like blown away because she was able to walk again. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you're getting better. And like, I just felt this, like this hopefulness and this excitement. Mm -hmm. And, and we were just walking and talking and I was telling her all about Tennessee. And now, of course, I have to make this clarifier. This was a dream. I never <laughs> would have left to Tennessee and would have right. put <laughs> some center and left, right. of course, but it was a dream. And so we were walking and talking and the kids were catching up and the kids were telling her, and it was just such a fun dream it was so fun to like be able to like fill her in on everything yeah. and tell her what we've been up to and how much we miss her and how much we love her and um she was just so happy you could see on her face she was so happy to like to get all caught up and all this stuff and then I asked her I said hey like so I see you're like you're walking and everything can I can I give you a hug mm -hmm. and she was like it might hurt but yeah let's let's try and I gave her this hug and I was just like weeping and crying mm -hmm. so hard and she was crying so hard. And I was like, I miss you so much wow. and all this stuff. And it just felt so real. And I remember just feeling so happy because like, even though she was still very frail and very sick in my dream, when I held her, I could like feel her and she felt mm -hmm. strong. Like her, her body felt like, like hard, you know what I mean? Like wow. she had been building up muscle and stuff and um, and like right at the peak of my happiness, this is where it gets dark. 
she just all of a sudden she said, oh no. And she threw up on Alexis's face. And I'm sorry, I know this is gross, but like, this is what I experienced, you know? And, and it was just so crazy because like, then she started like falling apart. She started like getting in, she had all this pain and she was starting to become paralyzed again. And so I was trying to like hold her up. And then, but I was trying to clean off Alexis because the kids were like crying and Alexis was crying and I was trying to, and then I was trying to hold on to Luke and like comfort him. And it just took me back to this place of like, when I was trying to balance everything by myself and, um, and that everything was on my shoulders in that moment, everybody was looking to me for help. And it was such an intense dream. And then, um, Lacey was, uh, we were begging, she said, and then after she threw up, she, she looked at me and she said, Mark, I'm not getting better. Mm. I'm going to die. And I was like, no, like, no, like you're getting better. And it's the craziest thing is the dream in this very short, I, I know it's long for, you know, my time talking, but just saying like this very short dream, it was a complete recap of everything we went through from her being seemingly getting better to like her starting to fall apart, to Mm -hmm. starting to get paralyzed to me, carrying all the load to her throwing up to like, I just, all the feelings came back and, uh, Alexis was crying and holding her leg and Luke was like, just confused and crying and they were begging her not to Mm -hmm. die. And, um, she looked at them and she said, I need you guys to be strong. And, right then as she was as i was like like this nurse like saw me struggling trying to hold everybody up and she came running out with a wheelchair and she said i'm so sorry lacy has to go now she's gonna die and we don't want her to do that out here so say goodbye and we all like she got ripped away from us and she was like turning around in the wheelchair and waving and she was like i'm gonna miss you guys i love you so much i want you guys to live your life i want you to learn how to live without me and then they wheeled her into the hospital and then all the lights, like everything went dark and then lit back up. And it was like, we knew that was our sign that she had died. Whoa. And it was like this. And yes. I, and, and we were all just, I was holding the kids and it was like the three of us alone. And I was crying so hard that uh, the kids obviously were crying. When I woke up, my pillow was soaked. Like I had just been bawling in my sleep. And, um, so I woke up from that and I was like in this, like, oh my gosh, like that was the, and I can still, this was two nights ago and I can still like completely visualize the whole thing. And it's one of those dreams that like, I felt like it meant something or or something. And I don't know where it came from at all. I don't know where it came from. I mean, I was, I went to this Bible study home group and I was sharing some stuff about Lacey, you know, during our talking time and stuff, but this dream just felt so crazy. It was like this total recap. And I don't know if it's like, it could be nothing. Right. But I don't know if it was like, God wanted to like, remind me to Mm -hmm. like have gratitude for that. I'm not in that season anymore, even though as much as we miss Lacey, like how hard yeah. that season was, I felt like I felt it. It was mm-hmm. like just this intense feeling. So, um, wow. that's something for the past like day and a half, uh, whatever it's been that, that I've been like working on yeah, trying to like shake it because it like rocked me to my core. And I don't, 
I don't know how to like talk about it. You know, I told, I shared it with Tina. I wanted to post it on Facebook and I was like, this is like too dark, you know? Mm. Um, And uh, it felt a lot better after sharing it with Tina because I wasn't like just holding it in. Right. But it's like, I wanted to, I want to like keep like evaluating it and trying to understand. So anyways, um, I wanted to share that because I know everybody here that listens, um, it's not too dark for you guys. Um, I know you've all experienced some intense darkness. And so anyways, um, wow. Yeah. So I've been working on that. A very specific dream and like you remember it really, really well. Yes. So I, that's not common for me. Okay, so my counselor always says that she believes all dreams come from God, self, or Satan. Hmm. And so then just trying to figure out where was that from, Hmm. you know, and what is it? What does it mean? It doesn't seem like it. I mean, yes, negative things happen, but it's not anything that hasn't already happened. Right, right. Right. So maybe, maybe it's God and maybe it is a reminder of what you do have now. And that even though sometimes it feels like you would want to go back, you don't want to. I don't know. Like Mm. that is something to keep praying and asking God to show you. Like, what is this about? That's a good idea. I, I will do that. I haven't done that yet. I haven't gone into prayer about it. Um, but yeah, it was weird. It's something I've, uh, I need to give some thought to, cause it, it did feel like it meant something and I just yeah. don't know what, you know, Yeah. but I didn't like it. But at the same time, like, so I woke up super sad, Yeah. like Definitely. really, really sad and like shocked, like total, like fear. Um, even though I've already lived it, mm-hmm. it felt like I was afraid. Um, when I woke up that like we were doing it again or something. Um, so it was kind of like this relief that that whole season of life is over. Right. But it also was really hard, like really, really hard because I felt like I was like holding her and that she was getting better. And I felt so hopeful and it was like right at this moment of like, like such hopefulness and happiness and joy. It just fell apart mm. and it was like really weird. And so it, it kind of, um, it also kind of bothered me because not that I, you know, don't want this for a lot of other people, but I've heard so many people say that they've had awesome dreams about their spouse. Their spouse has come to them in a dream mm. and it's like been awesome. Like I haven't really had that mm-hmm. for me. They've always been these horror dreams, yeah. you know? Um, so, uh, anyways, it was a bit off topic. Sorry, oh, but, no. um, I, I just wanted to like share that. Hold on one second. Alexa, turn on bedroom lights. <laughs> it's getting dark in here. What I was wondering. <laughs> because normally when we record, it's lighter. Alexa, turn on bedroom lights. Come on, Alexa. <laughs> She's not listening. Whatever. Uh, anyways, She's I'm... like, no. <laughs> Let me give it one more time. Alexa, turn on bedroom lights. I can't. Your light bulb is out. She says okay, and that's it. Whatever. It can be a little dark. Um, so <laughs> anyways, um, that is a powerful dream. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's yes, hard to thanks. understand dreams and like, yeah, all of that stuff. So I thought we could also talk about it in this episode since it's almost Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, we, we have whole episodes dedicated to this. Um, but since we're already here, like talking about the holidays a little bit, if you want to know more, go back to surviving the holidays and you can hear a whole episode about that, but let's just kind of talk about, um, the holiday coming up 
Thanksgiving, Christmas, all of that stuff mm-hmm. and um, ways to survive it. So now I know you and I are both in a different place than like three years ago, going through it the first time. Um, so I don't really feel a lot of grief with Thanksgiving. I do get grief at Christmas time. Um, a little bit, but not like the first year. So one thing, um, I was just talking to someone recently who's having the first holiday I recommend is having a plan. Like don't just think whatever happens, happens, like kind of have a plan for the day and maybe do something different than you did. Mm. Like our first year, we went to Great Wolf Lodge for Thanksgiving just to do something completely different. Um, Thanksgiving, I mean, Christmas, we added in new traditions. I think we might've talked about this on our live episode. I feel like we just, I feel like I just talked about this or maybe I'm thinking of telling someone that through grief recovery. I don't know, (laughs) but anyways, to have a plan and to maybe add in some new traditions that definitely helped me. Um, what do you think helped for you? Yeah. Um, gosh, it was just hard. (laughs) I don't know what, honestly, what helped the first time, um, trying to act normal. My first Christmas, I just couldn't do it. You know, it was, I tried, it was just so hard. Um, it still doesn't feel the same. You know, Christmas is very much, I love Christmas. It's like my favorite time of year. And um, it's definitely lost a lot of the, I know it's not about Christmas trees and all that. I know it's about the birth of Mm -hmm. our savior. And there are times where I feel the moment where I'm like, oh, Christmas, I love this time of year. You know, it's such a great, amazing celebration. But it's lost a lot of like, and I feel like every, I feel like every year since I've been trying to like, pretend uh almost not not like intentionally but like i'm trying to like you know i mean i put my christmas tree up in october right (laughs) (laughs) um i'm I'm like trying to like feel that feeling you know watching christmas movies and this and that and um it's just it's different because you know when you don't have a a spouse it is very different It, Mm -hmm. it is you know and i know you're not thankfully in that season anymore Um, I know it's still different for you, but just saying that not having a spouse season, but, um, like, cause you know, most of the time, if I watch Christmas movies, like I'm watching them by myself, you know what I mean? Like I like, I love national lampoons, Christmas vacation. (laughs) That's like my favorite. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, So um, Luke's favorite too. Yeah. I remember you saying that actually. Um, and so, but, so I don't watch that with the kids, you know, I want them to be like, why is he holding up his middle finger or whatever, you know, like, Uh what does that mean? I'm like, no, no, nothing. Mm -hmm. But anyways, so, and then like, I like, uh, elf a lot and that one I can watch with the kids. Uh, that's Mm -hmm. Tina's favorite. Mm, Um, so so I'm waiting to watch that with her. I I like watching the home alone. So I don't know. I Uh kind of get into it, you know, Mm -hmm. but, uh, gosh, it's, it's hard. It's just different. And uh, I think it's going to be this way mm-hmm. um, until I have a sense of like family again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I mean, I do with my kid, but you know what I mean? Like right. it's, it's right. about them. Christmas is right. about them. And yeah. Um, you know, they open up the Christmas presents under the tree and it's just me like sitting there drinking my coffee, watching them. I'm like, yeah, right. it's good. I already know what everything is. Cause I wrapped right. it, you know, um, I stayed up the night before or whatever. Um, so anyways, but it's, it, it's, I don't know. I don't know if I have like a solution. I mean, I can think of plenty of things to be positive about yeah. that. Um, the holidays are a beautiful time and no matter what we feel on Christmas, gosh, 
our savior was born. It's a magical right. time. And uh, so I don't know. I try to like go to something Christmassy, yeah. like a, a play or something like we did the Dolly Dolly pardon thing. Yeah. I try to do something like that where they're like putting on a show or um, whatever. But, um, you know, going around looking at Christmas lights, stuff like that. Um, we Question. used to have a cool neighborhood. Yeah. Did you ever put up Lacey's stocking after she died? Because I put up Luke's the first year. Because it felt too weird not to. Yeah. I didn't. I actually. Then it was just sad. Was I just ordered sad. new stockings because yeah, I, I didn't know now. what to do. I ordered mm-hmm. these cool like plaid ones that are all nice with our names embroidered on. Yes, them. I did that too. Embroi- embroidered. Embroidered on. Embroidered. That That's hard. a weird word. Embroidered. The thesaurus. The thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where that came. You said you said that in an episode, right? You're all yeah, gonna get the thesaurus. And then it was just funny. And then when we couldn't say a word, we would just go the thesaurus. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's how uh, Mike anyway. Tyson says it. Really? The th- how do you know how Mike Tyson says the thesaurus? <laughs> It'll the, catch up with the thesaurus. Have you have you heard Mike Tyson talk? He has a little bit of a lisp. No. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't know. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what it yeah. Make so, sense. okay. Yeah. Wait, what's the joke? Um, oh gosh. It's like, what happened to, oh gosh, it's, it's something like this. This isn't the joke, but it's something like this. The punchline is the same, but it's like, what happened when Mike Tyson went to the gym with, um, the Marvel team or whatever he got thor <laughs> i get it funny, uh, funny. it's something funny. like that but um anyways so that's embroidered that's where we were embroidered. I was like, how do we get on this yes yes so embroidered we, new stockings we got those, Mike Tyson. and so i had them for me and the kids and then this this year i ordered one for joel and his son grady and for bentley he needed a nice new one nice but then Haley's like but we don't have embroidered for milo the new kitten i'm like he's new he gets like bentley's old one which is a (laughs) picture of a dog like that's not gonna work i'm like he's new it's fine yeah but um next year yeah so i did that the first year i put up luke's stocking because i just i was like it's too sad not to but then it was too sad to just have this empty stocking yeah yeah that was weird too and then, you know, putting up the tree, like everything was sad that first year, but then adding new traditions, like, I feel like I just shared this, but maybe I was just talking to someone else. Um, like we have always had Cinnabons. You can stop uh-huh. me if I just shared. I feel like I just shared this on our hundredth episode, but maybe not. And, um, at Christmas now we do like we, the first year was really sad. So then I invented like, tell your favorite Christmas memory about your dad, um, while we eat the Cinnabons, you know, just like different little things and like doing different traditions. We watch, um, we have a lot of like the same movies, which is fun. Cause this is our first time we just started with home alone and then home alone two. And Joel's not used to this. Like he, he didn't, he hadn't seen home alone two since he's like, since it came out. I'm like, yeah, that was like 20 some years ago. So, um, it's, you know, it's good to watch uh, more again. than that. I think. Yeah. 20, yeah. I guess it's been a while. Macaul- Macaulay Culkin's like, I think he's our age. 40 something. Well, have you my seen age, that commercial? Your age. I'm younger. Okay. Have you seen the Google commercial for Macaulay Culkin? Look up no. Google Macaulay Culkin. It is hilarious. We watched it last night and it's basically like Google doing like, you know, Google's kind of like Alexa where she does it, the Google, whatever. And he's like, Google, do this. Google, do it's funny. So everybody should look up that commercial. It just came out. I think okay. it's on an Instagram. Anyways, 
side note but this this year it's kind of fun because now we're like introducing joel to all of the movies we watch but then i think it's fun to add new traditions in mm. to make things different like the very first year we went to the pumpkin patch and it was a disaster and i was like we are doing something different for the other holidays because it mm. was like his absence was felt so much and my kids were growing out of it so it was kind of like eh. yeah they didn't love it and so then that's when for thanksgiving i was like we are not doing turkey and all that we are going to great wolf lodge mm. it was still sad i still cried <laughs> but it was different you know so i recommend doing something different like that's figure a good out one something different if you can yeah that's a good one and i actually had uh oh i'm sorry go ahead no that's good oh, okay yeah. i thought you were starting to say something else <laughs> um so something i would like to give people a heads up on that yeah. hit me hard um my i think it was my first christmas um i didn't even think about it i packed the kids stockings up with stuff and my stocking was just hanging there and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, who's going to put something in my stocking? Because like, I would put stuff in Lacey's. She would put stuff right. in mine. And we didn't have Lacey's. It was just me and the kids. And I think yeah. I hung one for my brother. But he doesn't he didn't come over until like Christmas Day, you know. Um, and so I like got all sad. And so the next year I go to put on my stocking and we were at the store. I think we were it doesn't matter what store we were at some store. And um, I was like, hey, kids, I was like, do you guys want to pick out a couple things for daddy's stocking? And I don't, oh, know, I like why, I don't know why, but they were like, mm, no, thanks. Oh. I was like, oh, OK. So like, so I just want to give people a heads up. Just I know it's like a silly thing, mm -hmm. but like just a reminder, like. If you don't ask somebody to do it, like nobody's yeah. going to be putting stuff in your stocking. Well, I don't know. I'm not like most, most people have their parents and stuff. You know what I mean? My, uh, around yeah. Or whatever. So my mom started doing my stocking when like years ago when Luke was sick. And so mm. she's just continued. And then she just asked me the other day, do you think Joel wants to do it or should I still do it? And I was like, well, let me talk to him because I really like the stuff she gives me. Yeah. You're all, oh, you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what uh, Joel says. I don't know. I Joel's really... a pretty good gift giver too. Oh, that's true. I mean, he did just give his trip to New York. So yeah, yeah. You know. I don't know. You know, you're all. You both can do it. I'll have two stockings. <laughs> yeah, but I. Yeah, that's a good idea though. If like, yeah, they're the only ones that did it for you. Maybe think about that. So I don't know if we've given tons of good advice, but I think just being prepared to know it's gonna be difficult. Like, and to try to do something different and um, just, it's kind of like bracing yourself for impact. Like, you know, it's going to be hard. And so you can be prepared rather than being blindsided and being like, I had no idea it was going to be this hard. Like, no idea. Yeah, yeah. And that you're prepared. I just keep thinking of the Lion King song, Pre wait, wait, be prepared. <laughs> you know because i just saw the musical yeah anyways but um i think it is about that and then yeah looking for like just everything even with all the anxiety even going through everything like looking for the positive that's really been helpful helpful for me and like think about the ways that god has been faithful so i was like joel let's talk about all the times when i thought i was dying that i wasn't okay mm. <laughs> and, mm. and we have a long list of them yes. and i'm like okay what what do i know to be true like this is he's like, I haven't gotten sick all these other times. And, you know, I think it's really, there is a core issue that I'm wrestling with because everyone's like, God will protect you, blah, blah, blah. My husband died. Like, I still have right. a hard time with, like, I still have a hard time with like, oh, God protected me. Okay. So does he not protect the people he doesn't heal? Like, I have a hard time with that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, no, yeah. 
So I think I, I think I have a core issue that I'm really like, yes, I trust God, but do I believe his plans are always the best? Like I still wrestle with the fact that my kids don't have their dad and like, Mm. that's where I think personally, that's where having a heavenly perspective comes into play. Um, because it's hard while we're here on earth, but like this place, like I said, in that episode by myself compared to like this place sucks. compared to what we know is coming um and so if we're constantly keeping our mind focused on that yes luke died yes Lacey died but did they they were believers they did not die they closed their eyes and they they blinked their eyes and they were in the presence of our savior that is the truth and so it's hard because we think of it from our perspective right but the thing is in you know, let's say 50 years from now, let's say 100 years from now, I know there's no time in heaven, but let's say 100 years from now, we are going to understand everything. And we're going to be like, Oh, my gosh, like, we were so worried about like losing our life on earth. Right. When we're all here now, you know, and you know, actually, your episode helped me last week when I was Mm. thinking I'm dying all of these things. And then hearing the eternal perspective actually just gave me some peace. So thank you. Mm, That's cool. Helping me to like, really focus on that. And like, I think we can easily get wrapped up in this world. And like, well, that's what we see. It's what it's what we see every day. It's of course, we get wrapped up in it. You know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot harder to think of something that feels like a dream heaven as a reality. It is hard to like, but what do we do? Like we actually talked about this in our home group that um, we should be seeking God more. And actually I know Joel would have liked this analogy that some guy gave that was with us. And maybe you've heard this before I hadn't, but um, that we are constantly trying to pilot the plane. Hmm. God is sitting over there in the co-pilot seat. He's like, just tell me when, if you let go of that wheel or, you know, joystick, whatever, what is it called? The flight stick? Um, not, not joystick. That's my video game roots coming out. I don't um, know the official name steering wheel, but it's not called a steering wheel. It's something we, we all have to ask. We him. all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. I want to say it's called like control stick or something. It's Joel's something. probably like laughing. He's at like so yelling right it at. Us. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, I can't hear you. So you have uh-huh. to have him text me what it is. That's going to bother. Are you texting him? No, not really. Oh, okay. I thought you were texting him. So anyways, yeah. So Good whatever idea. it is. Um, What's the steering they... wheel of a plane called? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> Be like, Mark just oh, called wait. it a steering wheel. The yoke. Yoke. Thanks, Siri. She heard us somehow. So... <laughs> Interesting, because God talks about. Uh, never mind. I was gonna make a dumb joke about yoke. Okay. A joke about yoke. I'm a poet, oh and I don't gosh. even know it. Wow. So, um, anyways, so God says, "The yoke." Hey, if you're willing to let go of the yoke, I will fly this plane, and I will do a much better job of you. But you have to give up control. And that's hard for us to do because we want to fly the plane. We want to be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. It's going to crash if I don't fly it, you know? But yeah. The so that's where we all have to learn to let go. We have to let go of control. And if we can learn to do that, which is like not easy, 
But if we can learn to do that, then we will start to see God using us. Because the, the point of us being on this earth is to serve God, to be faithful to God, to praise God, and to uh, help others come to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. That's like our purpose. So people die, people get sick, there's illness, there's famine, there's all these horrible things that have happened around the world since, since Cain killed Abel, you know, like, um, well, even before, I mean, obviously, like, you know, since sin entered the world when they mm -hmm. ate from the, the tree. Um, so anyways, it's, that's the world we live in. But, you know, we have to learn to let go of control. And yeah. I think that so if much. we can all learn to do that, it will be very beneficial. But yeah, it's hard because we all we think the plane's going to crash if we don't fly it. So true. Um, let God grab that yoke. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. Well, I think that's good. I think we talked a lot about anxiety and talked about the holidays and I hope holidays holiday celebrate. Uh, it would be, it would so, be nice. so nice. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Have you seen the we, wedding singer? Yes. I love when he what sings that song in there. If I took a holiday, oh, he's all sad. Celebrate with Boy George. <laughs> it would be, it would be so nice. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, so, anyways. Anyways, I think, I we'll think we're end good. on that note. I think we'll end on that happy note. Um, yep. Would you like to pray and maybe pray that everybody has a great holiday? <laughs> <laughs> that it would be so nice. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> uh, Lord, I'd just like to um, come before you, first of all, and thank you for this ministry that you blessed us with mm -hmm. and um, that somehow you're using us to help people. It's it's such a blessing um, to to be used by you. Lord, I'd like to pray for all of those that are going through the first holiday alone, or even if it's their fifth or sixth or 10th, it can be such a hard time of year. And um, I pray, Lord, for peace to enter everyone's households and um, for everyone to feel that magical Christmas feeling, um, to feel gratitude and thankfulness on Thanksgiving, to have wonderful things to say if they're at a Thanksgiving dinner, if they're invited somewhere, things that they're thankful for. I pray that you help us all think about those things every day that we're thankful for. Um, and I'd like to pray for Michelle, Lord, that um, you would lift her, that I would just like to lift her health up to you and um, to allow these migraines to stay gone and her fears to stay gone and the, the anxiety to stay low. Um, I pray that you would just direct her path to feeling better and be with the doctors that are observing and, um, you know, we just, we pray for Michelle and we hope that she consistently improves and feels better. And I ask everybody to pray that with me and we pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Appreciate the prayers okay. for sure. So if you like this episode, give it a little bing, five stars, Apple podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. I like your little variation. Was that what you did last week? I said, bing, bing. Bing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it was something I did actually LOL. I laughed out loud like three times. There was, I cannot remember the things you did, but they were funny. Like you're okay. even funny when you're solo. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Was, there was that one. There was my. Uh, uh, I don't know, but I laughed a couple times that I was like, ah. <laughs> That's what I was like. I was driving That's the big awesome. old bad truck, Joel's truck, and I was listening to the podcast, and it made me laugh. It was good. That's show. awesome. Yeah. Um, give it a little else? Bing. Give it a little Bing Crosby. Five stars. Yes, for the holidays. I hope you guys all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, you know, we're still looking for guests. There's a little um, form in the show notes that you can fill out if you would like to be a guest. Um, thanks for being here. Like, we appreciate it. It was so fun a couple weeks ago to do our 100th episode live. Like, interacting with you guys was awesome. Just appreciate you being here. So Very I didn't much. even say all the things. Oh, yeah. You were like, I'll say word email, but I don't remember. <laughs> that made me laugh. Because <laughs> it used I'm to like, be widow too soon m at gmail.com. Yes, and that's what and, I just have burned into my brain, but it's different now. And it still does work. We still do get emails there sometimes. Oh, but okay. the more accurate one that nobody emails is <laughs> widow too soon at widowgoals.org. Uh, um, but I still get. Because half of them say, more than half of them say the old email. So it'll still get to us either way. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I got for today. I'm that's it? That's good. Well, you know, all the things, email us, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, a side note. So I don't have my old account back, but I keep getting updates that they're working on it. So I'm hoping. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I got another one today. It said, we have elevated the case. We are working on it. So. I'm hoping that I'll get it back. And in the meantime, I have the Facebook, so it's nice to connect with people, but I still want to get the old one back. Yes. So here's something that I found interesting. So, you know, you collect people over the years. So like I had over 2000 people that at the, like, like different times you were friend. like, there's some people that keep coming across my, like, you might know, but it's like, it would be weird to ask them now. You know what I mean? It might've mm -hmm. been like our kids mm -hmm. were in soccer. So we drew it, we added each yeah, other. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So now it feels weird. So I just want my old account back. <laughs> yeah um and then like half the people have not accepted the request because i think they think it's a fake because when i run into people they're like oh yeah was that a did you get hacked i'm like yeah but that account is actually me so yeah. like <laughs> half the people haven't responded that's eh, a big fat pain but you know whatever there's way worse things in life yeah like, first world problems good. right it's not a big deal like i'm just just thankful for so many things so i don't need to worry about that but anyways yes. Well, we are wrapping it up. So happy thanks. Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. We will see you next time. Bye. God bless.